You're listening to the fastest revival talk radio show. The Voice of Revival starts now. Welcome to The Voice of Revival, bringing you dynamic insights on revival for today's generation. Discussing biblical truths and how they relate to the church, prophecy, and current events. We are watchmen sounding the alarm. Welcome to the Voice of Revival Radio Show. Welcome to our brand new episode of VOR. And I'm ready to dive into this program as we're going to go beneath the surface of racism. Welcome to Race Wars, bringing unity to the great divide. I want to encourage you to connect to our YouTube channel, The Voice of Revival, as we are posting new videos about what we about race wars. And I am thrilled that our podcast is gaining traction, especially in Australia. Thank you for listening to our program. We believe that this program is going to continue to keep gaining traction and keep gaining listeners because apparently we're doing something different and that is the whole purpose. I've always been a visionary. I think differently. I see too many copycats. Everyone sounds the same, looks the same, and it's not unique. God made us unique. And that's the whole purpose of diversity is to for us to look different. We got to get out of the familiar and get into what's unfamiliar because then we start looking, acting, sounding, talking, hanging around the same people, and we're not affecting anything new. We stay within our own cliques, our own groups. And that's not the purpose here. The purpose is to expand, to extend. When Martin Luther King Jr. saw that what was happening through racism and through the, the civil rights thing that was going on with the Jim Crow laws, he didn't just get angry. He stood up and did something about it. Think about Malcolm X. Malcolm X wanted to rule by a revolution. Think about Martin Luther King. He didn't do it by force. He did it by unifying. He did it by standing up, speaking up. He didn't do it by anger. He didn't do it by picking up weapons. No, he did it by speaking. He brought the truth. And that's what we need to today. We need truth. You know, when we think about this, I see this a lot on social media. And everyone wants to sound and look the same. But what if we did something to different and break the mold? That's what we're doing here at the Voice of Revival radio show. I even put out a video and said that we're a different type of radio show. We're, in, we, we, we're not going the way everyone else is going because we want to be different. That's what makes everything unique. You are a unique person. But if you hang around people that look like you, act like you, talk like you, sound like you, do the same things that you do, you, you really are kind of biased. You're prejudiced because you just want to stick around with your own. And because of that, we, we don't know what it is to get along with another person or get into another type of group or, or, or connect with others because we're so isolated. That's the reality. We're isolated. So that is why it's important that we get around and talk about these hot topics. They're, they're going to bring controversy. But I'm telling you, when we get down to beneath the surface of what's going on, by the time that we're finished with this programs, by the time that we get these, this message to the masses, by the time we begin to break through all the nonsense and all the confusion and all the wrong thinking and ideology, we're going to get a clear understanding. Remember I told you we talked about going beneath the surface. We have to get down and dirty and get into all the mess. That's what racism is. 
That was what prejudice is. That is what hatred is and, and bigotry and all of those things. It's like a bunch of sewer that needs to be cleaned out. And that's what we need right now is we need the sewer clean. The sewer racism begins the healing. I was thinking about 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14. We all know we need to humble ourselves. We all know that we need to worship the Lord, but we don't believe that we need to turn from our wicked ways. And one of the wicked things that we have done, hide this issue of racism under the rug too long. And you're gonna, we're going to get down to the bottom of this. Like I said, we're going beneath the surface so we can get the healing that we need. So let's go ahead and dive into today's show, today's program, as we are going to talk about ideologies. Ideologies. They say that, I, that ideas are like seeds. When planted, they grow. You put them in a fertile ground, they'll grow, they'll reproduce. And ideas that get embedded in our thoughts that are not, that are not good create belief systems. And one of these belief systems we're going to talk about is evolution. Another one is Marxism. Another one is critical race theory, cancel culture. We're going to talk about social justice, what truly is all of these things. Because in order to understand what you're up against, you need to study what they're about so you can know how to break cycle. We want to end race wars. We need to know what we're up against. It's going to take more than just getting together and singing Kumbaya in church. It's going to take a movement. It's going to take people getting up and standing up. We will not be silenced anymore. You can tell that there's passion and zeal in my voice because this is a much needed issue that needs resolve. It needs solutions. We need to end race wars and Everything that the government has tried to do and everything that every movement and civil movement is trying to do will not change it until we come to an agreement that this is more than just talking. We need action. Okay. What's the greatest way to get this out? I believe the greatest way to get this out is through podcasts. Um, everyone wants to look and sound the same, right? But I'm an adamant believer that podcast reaches a different audience than Facebook, YouTube, or any social media. Last time I was on, I spoke about how we have been silenced and shamed by the cancel culture of our day, telling us to go along with their agenda or suffer the consequences. We also made a statement that we will not be silenced. If you missed it, then it's available on our podcast. Today, I'm going to teach on ideological thinking, theories, and philosophies that continue to divide us. It's not just a problem in the world, but the church has embraced this thinking without examining its roots. I'm sure you heard these terms, progressive, evolutionist, Marxist, critical race theory, cancel culture, etc. There's so many other philosophies and thinkings there. These are words that are prevalent in society. In fact, our worldview determines how we see things. You know, when we see things differently, whatever lens that we see the world through, that's what we believe. That is why it's so important that we understand these things so we can know exactly where did racism come from? If it's not biblical, if it's not in scripture, then where did it come from? But let's let's do this for a second. 
Think about this. What does this have to do with race wars? Racism is based upon a system of belief, and it's far from biblical. I can tell you that. So let's examine this closer. You see, you need to know who you are up against so you can confront it effectively. Maybe you have an idea or know what they, what they stand for. Progressive, the evolutionists, Marxists, critical race theory, social justice. What is really what is really frustrating is when Christians want to become Christian Marxists or Christian progressives. It doesn't mix. You can't mix those ideologies together. Or woke Christianity. There's no such thing as woke Christianity. I talked about that in another program that I did on a series called Woke or Wake Up. It was pretty powerful. I think I did about six-part series that are available on a podcast. And we're going to expand on those as we're getting ready to present to you the voice of revival.net, the place where you'll be able to get our podcasts. We're also going to start up our blogs again, writing all this information, videos, media will be available there. We're going to be different. We're talking about different things. Yes, we can, we're going to talk about revival. We're going to, but we're also talking about revival in society. We're talking about revival that can bring change. It begins in the church. If you want it to change, you've got to start in the church, and then we can reach the world, and we can restore the things that have been stolen, things that have been taken away. So let's share about these ideologies and how they connect to race wars. I asked the Lord, why do these ideologies prevail and take deep root over time? It's because we don't take time to study, explore, and examine how people think. So we accept ideologies without looking at the roots. You want to know the cause of something? Look at the roots. My people are destroyed. The scripture says in Hosea chapter 4 verse 6, people are destroyed for lack of knowledge, lack of understanding, lack of knowing. We want to stay ignorant because we don't want to get involved. We stay ignorant because we want to be silent. We stay ignorant because we don't want to make a change. We want to be, we, we just want to go along with, they call the bandwagon, just go along with the crowd. But that has to change. Things have to change. We have to change and we are about change. Let's look at something what's called evolutionary thinking or what they call Darwinism, naturalism. In the 1900s, there was a belief that human beings changed from molecules to human over millions of years ago, with one of our immediate states being that of the apes. The theory implies that certain races are more ape-like than human. In his book, The Descent of Man, by Charles Darwin, on the last page, he wrote this, he said, I'd rather be descended from a monkey than a savage. A savage to him was someone of dark skin. He classified them as a lower or a savage. This was the Native Americans, the tribes, anyone of dark skin, African Americans, anybody who was not what they believe pure race, Anglo-Saxon, Germanic white race. This is why it's so important to understand where this comes from. It justified and fueled the belief in racism. Racism didn't start with Charles Darwin. He was responsible for giving it power, for fueling it. People began to think, who is human and who is not? In other words, 
they began to divide themselves about race. A certain race was superior over another race or because one looked like more ape-like then they weren't considered human-like. You see where I'm going here? It led to racism, oppression, and genocide. You see, evolutionary thinking is what fuels the need for separation by race, by color, background, and status. Since racism was not biblical, the theory of evolution was the means by which culinary slavery was justified and to wipe out any other race considered savage like the Indian tribes of the Americas. It was Hitler's belief in evolution that led to the elimination of millions of Jews. Not just Jews, but Europeans. Not just Europeans, but anyone who was considered of not of the pure Aryan race. Not only was Hitler a evolutionist, Hitler was an occultist. He practiced the dark arts. And I believe whatever he did was diabolical to wipe out millions of lives for what power for superiority to take over. Think about racism as a way to dominate somebody, a way to keep somebody in line and submission. In other words, thinking that you're better than somebody else. It was this kind of thinking that fueled the Ku Klux Klan for their hatred of the blacks to eliminate and cleanse and purify the earth for what they considered a pure Aryan race. In other words, they were continuing what Hitler believed that in this eugenics, that the, the survival of the fittest, that those who were considered low or considered savage should be annihilated, should be wiped out or separated, segregated from the rest of the population that was considered pure. And if we really thought that we were pure, that's what happens when we throw the gospel out because we don't want to see ourselves as sinful. We don't want to see ourselves as sinners. So we justify it and we throw the Bible out for a theory of evolution. Come on, I'm going somewhere here. You can think diabolical spreading of Darwinism, justification of racism, genocide, euthanasia, and today, abortion. It is the reason the slaughter of millions of babies is justified in abortion clinics of Planned Parenthood. Evolutionary thought is, are they fully human? So if they're not fully human, then in our, in other words, we're trying to make it scientific. We're trying to make it, this theory come to where it's become a belief system to where we question our humanity. Isn't this what is fueling this whole transgender thing? That we're questioning our existence. What does Satan want to do? He wants to question your identity. He wants you to believe that you are lower than life and that you were not created in God's image. So you were created in the image of man. Stalin, Hitler, Mao, and so many others were all champions of evolution. They were responsible for the death of millions and did it in the name and influence of Darwinism, naturalism, by natural selection. He looks at others as being inherently pure and others being filthy. They're inhumane. So if they're animals, they can be destroyed. 
That's why you're going to see evolutionary thinking line up with Marxism. They're connected. And that's what we're doing. We're connecting the dots here. We're connecting the dots so you can understand what is taking place. Because this goes beyond, this goes beyond just, like I said, we've been on the surface. We need to go beneath the surface to find the root to end race wars. All right. So we've been talking about race wars, bringing unity to the great divide. Today, we're discussing the ideologies that fuel this belief, that fuels racism, that fuels prejudice, that fuels all kinds of separation and segregation. We're talking about the theory of evolution. When we mar and distort that man was created in God's image, then we tend to see others as just animals, inhumane. When, we, when man takes God out of the picture, he creates his own way of thinking and does what he thinks is right in his own eyes. When that happens, a society begins to collapse because they think that they know better. They know better than God who created them. But instead of honoring him and knowing that they were created in his image, they want to believe that they evolved millions of years ago, that molecules became humans and some are more ape-like or more animal-like than others. That's crazy. That's, that's, that's not even scientific. That was the way to destroy the, the biological scientific understanding then so that man cannot think the ways of God. Darwinism, he was fighting against the church. He was fighting against God. So he wanted to come up with his own solution. When man abandons God's word, then racism, genocide, and the shedding of innocent blood is condoned. All of those are not in scripture. All of those are, are not condoned. God condemns those who, who are racist or commit genocide or destroy or eliminate through the shedding of innocent blood. When man abandons truth for theories, it leads to these things, genocide, racism, euthanasia. Euthanasia is the eliminating of the elderly and abortion. You know that Planned Parenthood, Margaret Sanger, was also an evolutionist. She was also a strong believer in this whole idea of eugenics and the Aryan race that Hitler so believed in. Because this Aryan race goes back to something demonic, something the occult, something that is rooted in Lucifer, the Luciferian uh, belief that I will be like God, that I will sin and make my throne above the stars. When this happens, my friends, this leads us to hating our brothers, despising them. And instead of protecting the innocent, we protect ourselves. Self-preservation. Instead of preserving and multiplying and reproducing, we stop the growth process. Why? Because we want to eliminate the unfit. We want to eliminate those. Man, this is not stuff that they, they teach you in school. This is not stuff they're going to teach you in church. This is stuff you need to know so that you can understand how to end race wars. I am not only passionate about this. I know that if we truly understood the truth, we could turn the tide of racism in our nation. It's not just in America. It's around the world. 
This is a world issue. And the culture wants to say and stand and us to be silent while they go about with their wrong ideologies, with their wrong understanding, with their mockery of the word of God, with the mockery of believers. Because why? We have become silent and we will not stand up. Not this man. The Lord has called me to do this and I'm going to speak it. Let's continue on. Let's talk about this. According to evolution, this is what they believe. Humans are nothing special. We have no creator and are not accountable to anyone. Humanides involved into many branches over millions of years. Death is a natural step in the cycle of life. Reincarnation. We're just animals and and the fittest survive. If you're not fit, you don't survive. The crazy thing about the theory of evolution is that what was considered in is that many have tried to justify it because scripture scripture is against it. They brought the theory of evolution to try to line up and twist the word of God to vert the word of God so that slavery could persist. So racism could persist. So division could persist. We distort it and pervert it and twist it scripture to fit our beliefs. The ones who call us racist are in fact the ones who spread the ideology of racism. They are the racists. That's why I call this series Race Wars. Why did race wars start and how do we end them? It begins with changing our wrong thinking, especially when you abandon God's word to suit your prejudiced views. What evolutionary thinking does is put certain races superior over what Charles Darwin labels as low. And not only did it creep into society, but also into the church and segregated people, segregated the blacks from the whites, whites from Hispanics, the Asians, every culture has segregated itself from one another because of racial tension, because of racism, because we don't know how to get along and be diverse and know that God created diversity for a reason. So we don't copycat. So we don't look the same. So we don't hang out in our own cliques. Ooh, I know that was kind of harsh, huh? In fact, there are some that they call themselves the Christian identity movement. They're, they have the same ideology as a Ku Klux Klan. If you ever read the ideology or the, the, the charter of the Ku Klux Klan, they truly believe that they are a chosen race of people. They believe that they were chosen by God to be the true Israel. And that through Bible prophecy, they believe they're fulfilling Bible prophecy. You see, we don't know how to deal with this because we don't know what they stand for. When we understand their beliefs, we can know how to change things. But if we just accept it and say, man, they're evil and they're, let them do what they want because I don't want to get involved, then they'll continue to keep winning. They'll continue to keep destroying because our, the people of God will not stand up. Cults like Jehovah's Witness and Mormonism, even some denominations are steeped in this kind of thinking. There are mainline denominations that during the time of segregation would not allow the blacks 
in their church or segregated their church because of the Jim Crow laws. Look it up in history, the Jim Crow laws. This is what Martin Luther King Jr. had to fight against. He wasn't just fighting against the Ku Klux Klan. He was fighting against many of the the church denominations that justified racism and justified things because of they didn't want cultures to to mingle together what they call interracial marriages. Did you know that the Ku Klux Klan believed in, in true sincerity that they were doing the Christian thing in eliminating the black population and segregating the black population in the South? The passing of the Jim Crow laws brought about segregation and separation, and the Church of the South embraced it. You will also recognize that these so-called Christian organizations believed, like the Christian Identity Movement, the United Restored Church of God, believed that they were a pure race, that they are the chosen people. These identity movements that identify themselves as being the true tribes of Israel. You'll come to recognize that these organizations believe they are the chosen people of God, called to fulfill prophecy and reign over others. I'm serious. This runs deep in Christian identity movements, and I'm telling you it runs deep in Mormonism and Jehovah Witness and many of the cults today. With many believe they think they're Christian, they are not. Anything that was not white, Anglo-Saxon, or Germanic must be put under oppression segregated to keep them away from a pure race. This is what happens when we twist the word of God and use it to justify our wrong beliefs. That's why I said we're only touching the surface. We need to go beneath the surface and even some denominations must also come to reconciliation and repentance for expelling people of different color out of their churches. I think there's a lot of repentance that needs to take place among mainstream denominations that have a history of racism in the past, and some still have it today. I remember my father sharing a story with me when he was looking for God, when he was looking for answers. He went into a church. I, I, believe, it was a, I believe it was a Baptist church. I believe it was a, a Baptist church in Dallas. Uh, it was in downtown Dallas, and it was all Anglo-Saxon. It was Caucasian. I don't like to use the word white. There's no such thing as colors. Caucasian. As soon as he entered, he was told by one of the elders, one of the leaders, that this church was not for him, that his church was down the street or across the street at the Catholic church because he was Hispanic. And this was the denomination. They understand this denomination believed in Jesus Christ, yet an, any other ethnic group was not welcome. Segregation, racism. I believe there's a deep thought of evolutionary thinking in that. Isn't it funny how we think that we're all of pure race when Anglo-Saxons are foreigners as well, coming from another nation to this nation? It still remains the same. That is why we cannot have division. That's why there's no, we can't have segregation. That's why we can't have separation. Racism creates wars and it divides us amongst each other. What did I say in one of the programs? The Bible says that we are, we are one people. 
We are one blood. We are made up of all different kinds of diversities, but we all came from the same family. Man, that would, man, those people will be uproar to think that. But we truly are kin to one another. We just divided ourselves. And that's why it's so important that we get to the end of race wars. That's why Jesus came to stop the racial division and bring us into one family of one blood and one supreme authority, the kingdom of God. In the kingdom of God, there is no racism. I think even some means of Christianity have also become very racist. We have not looked at other people eye to eye. And that needs to change. Some of these denominations, even during the time of the Jim Crow laws, or, or even today, forbid interracial marriages because they believe the Bible says so. You see, we have twisted and interpreted the scripture to our own liking to fit our preference and justify our dislikes. Could it be that God is raising up voices in this day that are reformers to restore the truth of God's kingdom back to the foundation of the church, to restore the foundations of the word of God. The truth is going to expose the lies. We need the word of God to interpret the scriptures correctly. Our wrong interpretation gives us a wrong view. We put wrong glasses and we're looking through it darkly and through fog because we are not searching about things because we refuse to believe the truth of the word of God. It's time to sound the alarm and bring us together in reconciliation and unity to stop the great divide that is destroying nations. God is not racist or is his kingdom built upon racism. Think about the cry of Islam. Islam believes they also are of pure race and they will wipe out any other race that is not Muslim. Racism is not just in the Western culture. It affects the entire globe. I want to recommend a book to read. One Blood, The Biblical Answer to Racism by Ken Ham. And uh, I believe it was Dr. Ware. Look up that book. One Blood, The Biblical Answer to Racism. Another book I recommend is We Will Not Be Silenced by Dr. Erwin Lutzer. Man, what a powerful word. In fact, everything that I've been talking about here is found in that book. When I read that book, it encouraged me to keep talking about what I'm talking about. It may not be as, as confronting as what I'm talking about, but it helped me to understand that this is needed. We need to educate ourselves and see the roots of why race wars continue. I truly believe that, the, that God has given me a mission to see reconciliation start in the body of Christ and be the antidote to end race wars. And I'm looking at this from a different perspective. Ethnicity, my ethnicity, my background is not Anglo-Saxon, nor African-American, nor Asian. I'm a Hispanic Latino. And even we are racist against each other. Why? Because racism is not of God. And the scriptures condemn it. I truly sense that God has called this movement, this revivalist and reformer to bring reconciliation to the color wars that continue in the church. And why should it and why it should not be? It's going to take a change of thinking. 
a change of heart, a true repentance and reconciliation to our brothers and sisters. The entire purpose of getting back to Darwinism and the theory of evolution, the entire purpose of thought like Darwinism was to discredit and cause many to abandon the word of God, the truth, and accept a worldly philosophy and belief that causes hatred and anger among people. I said that the reason why the world cannot stop race wars is because they don't want to reconcile, but continue dividing. It's the us versus them mentality. It's what continues to pour gasoline upon the ethnic group wars. This is, there's no such thing as race. And I will bring that clarity in my next program because we need to know the root cause of racism and pull the root from the ground completely. The healing begins in the church. The answers we need that we need lies in forgiveness for what we've done to one another, abuse, prejudice, segregation because of color, using the Bible falsely for our own gain, for sweeping the ill effects of, of society under the rug and trying to hide its true nature. We need to uncover what is in, underneath the surface and pray that there is more than a few who are truly ready to bring reform to the wrong ideologies that have plagued the church. Racism is not just an epidemic. It is turned into a disease like cancer and is not to be named among the people of God. That is why revival is also about bringing reform to the injustice, the wrong ideologies and the social ills of our day and bring us back to the cross, to repentance and call upon the Lord to heal our land. Oh my goodness, there's so much more, but we're going to pick this up in the next program. I want you to do me a favor. If you believe that this is needed and more people need to hear it, don't hesitate. Share it, share it with somebody. That's why I do this podcast, because if this gets to enough people, we can turn the tide of erroneous thought around. But I need your help. Tell someone about this show. I recently put out a YouTube video that said the VOR radio show, the VOR radio is a different type of show. <laughs> and we are. It is. Listen, to, you, can to, you can listen to us on ICYB radio on Thursdays and pick up the extension of our talk on our podcast. I'm not doing this for the money or for gain. And if you decide you want to give, it's up to you. But I ask for your prayers as we're able to continue. And I want to thank our listeners and those who continue believing in this work. Until we meet again, get ready because we're going beneath the surface with race wars. We are going to see unity come to the great divine. This is Isaac Gabriel Gutierrez, the VOR, the voice of revival. God bless you. Tune in next time to our next podcast and broadcast. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Voice of Revival Radio. Tune in again next time and hear more biblical truths for today's generation.